omnipresent and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. He can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red pill Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the new world order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And that totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed, the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Welcome. Here we are on uh, Word and Worship in the new studio with the new software. Still working through some things and excited though about being able to share with you in a different way some uh, exciting, uh, exciting um, items. I still haven't got the background music the way I want it to roll, but we'll uh, we'll get that working over over time. Um, there's we've got some beautiful music to share with you. I'm going to open this up with a prayer. And uh, that is this, uh, Lord, thank you so much for the privilege of being able to dig into your word together and to worship you at the same time. Uh, Lord, we just uh, love this format. I personally just love this video, music, and being able to, to dig into your word of God. And just to, uh, we just ask for your presence to come here. We pray that everybody will just put everything else away the next 45 minutes or so and just dig in to your word and dig in uh, and allow your presence to fall on them personally. Uh, Lord, will you just uh, have your word penetrate to their soul and allow it to just uh, change them from within as, as your word does, Lord. And um, when we worship you, may it just be deep worship where you know how much we love you as we uh, dig into the word of God tonight, uh, this morning here. We love you and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, so, hey, with that, we're going to start with a few songs. We're going to be digging into the seventh trumpet, what happens right before that seventh trumpet blows. This gets into many different uh, viewpoints. Um, and so what we'll dig into is 
the last part of chapter 11 and get into the first part of chapter 12 um, where we get into the woman that's actually birthing and what's that really mean what's that represent um, and we'll get to, and again as usual I'm going to give you multiple interpretations we're not going to be sticking with one interpretation we're going to be multiple interpretations and because um, I think that's what God really wants us to search the scriptures right to search those scriptures so we're going to start with just a just, just some worship into two or three beautiful songs. Um, there's going to be some pretty big changes in the way we show the videos where we've gone full screen and we'll be shown full screen sometimes and moving me around and the worshipers around that are backstage. So I think you'll enjoy it. But with that, I'm going to jump into um, some worship before we dive into the Word of God, okay? So this is uh, the song of surrounded all right thank you really and you'll always enjoy this song um because it's uh it really applies to today right so if we go all the way up to the first thing we're looking here this this is how i fight my battles so my weapons are praise and thanksgiving that's why we do this on mondays and thursdays and then fridays and sundays we have worship music playing um, because we know how important it is it's our it's one of our key weapons just like in two chronicles the weapon was the the, the praise band right <laughs> he said he appointed those who were to sing to the lord and praise in holy attire and they went before the army with those beautiful shofars right and when they began to sing and praise which we're doing now the lord set an ambush against the men who had come against judah so that they were routed they helped to destroy one another i just think about that that's exactly what's happening now um we we, we, we praise and worship and it confuses the enemy. They destroy themselves. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And this is so key. Right now, you might look like we're surrounded by this evil cabal and all everything they're doing and the control they have. But you know what? We know from Elisha right here in uh, Two Kings that do not be afraid. For those that are with us are more than those who are with them. Then he prayed. He opened up the eyes of the servant. And behold, the mountain, the mountain of a full of horses and chariots of fire. <laughs> Is that not cool? And then we get into, there's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies. It says it right in Psalm 23, 5. That's what's happened here. He is, uh, the enemy is panicked. They're, 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 they, they are confused. Um, and they, he's prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies, me and you. And it talks about it's your body and your blood you shed for me. That's why we do communion. We'll be doing that next week. And he took bread and gave thanks to break it. This is my body which should be given for you. The cup of the new covenant. Let's celebrate that. The song surrounded. There's a table that you prepared for me in the presence of my.
not beautiful we have another song that's been in this new format that'll be a little interesting we're going to explore with this so i can um actually go full screen here um even get rid of me right and so the beautiful roses that's a rose of sharon right now as this song talks about every uh, just tons of names of jesus um, and so this is uh, going to be kind of a new thing that we will be playing with and be able to bring the worshipers to the left or right, me to the right or left, and have us all off the screen as we go full screen with this beautiful video. I think you're going to enjoy it as we adjust all these songs. But this song gets into uh, what a beautiful name. And again, every single scene, even if I go back to the video, you see it says Rose of Sharon. They're just momentarily showing the roses behind each video. Each name of Jesus is, is shown in this video. So what a beautiful name. <laughs> Wonderful and powerful name it is. Jesus Christ, my King, nothing compares to this. Colossians 1.26 is the mystery of our God. God once hidden for generations, but now been revealed through Jesus Christ. It's 1 Corinthians 26. It says you were the, you were the word in the beginning. One with God and the Lord Most High, your hidden glory reveals in you. Sorry, I just love this music so much. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's how John 1, 1. You didn't want heaven without us, so you brought heaven down. My sin was great, but your love was greater. And right in Colossians 2, 14, it says, By canceling the record of debt that stood against us, that he set aside, nailing it to the cross. It's a beautiful song if you really dig into it and just let yourself worship. Death could not hold you for you raised to life again. What can separate us now? And it says, for I am sure that neither death nor life nor anything else in all creation will be, be able to separate us from God. So just let this video speak for itself. And you'll see each scene is a word from the from, I mean, is, is, is a, a, the name of Jesus as we dig into this. I think you're gonna really enjoy it. I'm gonna get myself out of the way for a little. Let's just enjoy the video. You were the word at the beginning. One with God. Beautiful name. 
This is one of the names that were in the scenes. We just talked about this. It's Rose of Sharon, the bright morning star, the creator, the savior, the lamb of God, the bread of life, the king of kings, the beginning and the end, the word of David, the hope of the nations, Emmanuel, Christ with us. I mean, God with us, it means, right? Redeemer, the son of man, the advocate, the word, the good shepherd, the fountain of living water, the rock, the true vine, the chief cornerstone, the mediator of the covenant. This was at the, each scene it would show this. So the word that she did had showed with the video. The just judge, the resurrection of the life, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the son of righteousness, the lily of the valley, the way, the truth, and the life, the door, the author and finisher of our faith, the amen, the prince of peace, the humble king, the image of God, king of Israel, exalted one, the servant king, the carpenter, the man of sorrows, the bridegroom, the light of the world, miracle worker, the great I am. It's Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. All right, I just love, love some of this music, guys. You can see how that went full screen and we can move things around now. It's just gonna be such a fun experience to, to just get ideas from the Lord about how he wants um, this music, worship music to, to show and show the live worshipers that are backstage. We'd love for you to come backstage, by the way. You can be back here worshiping with us with your camera on or off <laughs> every uh, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday when we're doing this, right? And plus you can be um, there on Tuesdays and Wednesdays with the Great Patriots to be backstage with Dr. Artists and all these awesome people that are coming down you can be on the Zoom with all of them, right? And we've had Juan Savin and Derek Johnson, many people that you would love to be answer, asking questions. Julie Green, Amanda Grace, um, those, they come on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So basically six days a week uh, you choose, you can be backstage anytime. That used to be $17.76 a month because I had so much more than just what I talked about. You can see it by going to blessedteach.com and see all the value you would get. Um, that 1776 the month is now a pay-forward model like the chosen so you can come on for free uh, we just want money to not be an obstacle for anybody to come in and enjoy this ministry that's why you have free show notes of everything I'm going to show you today or anything I show you all in any of the shows you'll get in uh, show notes by signing up for free at blessedteach.com go to blessedteach.com free show notes free get to the free shows get to the free backstage now and also you can get to the training, which you can name your own price for some things that are incredibly um, uh, uh, well done as far as allowing you to know how to red pill your friends and family, how to share Christ with them, how to bond with them if you've broken bonds with them. Most importantly, how to make sure that you know what your calling is and what God's calling you to. That's in the training tab. All that's at blessedteach.com. So you wanna engage with this ministry in any way, please visit blessedteach.com, blessed with number two, teach.com. If you haven't gone there yet, we'd really appreciate you going and checking it out and giving us feedback. Uh, we love you guys. That's also, we have the free neighborhood. I forgot that. Probably the most important thing is where we're engaging, not isolated. We are all in the neighborhood chatting with each other. It just works like Facebook Messenger and Facebook. So we've taken that experience and put it into a private platform on private servers that can't be censored from the, the cabal. And also... Um, are it is uh, not progressive censorship on there right so if you want a place to really engage a lot of these groups are being formed there just like facebook groups we have neighborhood groups neighborhood.social so that all that can be found in blessedteach.com this is the neighborhood tab and uh, you can actually download that on your phone as well the neighborhood so just want to make sure you guys all do that now we're going to dig into the word of god 
And this is uh, special to me. Um, we got a lot to talk about here, so I'm going to dig in quick here. This is the seventh trumpet, so let me uh, figure out what view I want to go here. Just realized I didn't have that set up for this show, so I have to go in back into this part. We'll get that here. <laughs> this is the main safari view. All right, here it is. This is the seventh trumpet. And so it says, Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ and shall reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit on their thrones before God fell at their faces and worshiped God saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who is and who was. For you have taken your great power and begun to reign the nation's rage, but your wrath came and the time for the dead to be judged and for rewarding your saints, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great, and for destroying the destroyers of the earth. Then God's temple in heaven was opened and the ark of the covenant had was seen with his temple, where there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, pearls of thunder, a earthquake and heavy hail. So that's interesting, isn't it? Um, as we dig through this, uh, let's talk, first talk about that seventh trumpet here. Right, we see that he blew trumpet, and there's loud voices in heaven. Right, and um, we and this is just an awesome scene in heaven. That the kingdom of the world has become. This is what they're saying. This is what the loud voices were saying. The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. So this is basically the starting of the. Uh, many people think this is when Christ will come in His second, His second coming, right here at the seventh trumpet. Now, it's kind of like an interlude period right now, similar to what we saw back in the, in the seventh seal. Remember that? The seventh seal um, happened, and, the, and that, that opened up these, these trumpets. And, uh, and, they, and they saw, you got a glimpse into heaven right after the six seals that we were reading about in chapter 8. And then I saw the seven angels who stand before God and the seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer and he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints and the golden altar before the throne. So this is probably before the second coming, right? And the smoke of the incense and the prayers of the saints rose before God and from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to earth. And there were pearls of thunder, rumblings, flashings of lightning and earthquake. So a similar thing happened back here in uh, this part of Daniel. And, uh, and again, if we go back, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna show you a couple other, a couple views of what's going on here in the in this, this seventh trumpet. And before we get into the woman who, um, the pregnant woman that in, in right in chapter 12 here in a second, I did wanna go to this, back to this, cause you guys have seen this before, right? This is, Oops, hit the wrong one. Sorry about that. Here we go. Hey, Annette. <laughs> Annette's uh, listening. So this is the content of the judgment. We've talked about this before. I'm going to make my screen a little bit bigger here so I can see this as I'm standing up. And uh, just make me sh let me know how sound is on this here. It's being stubborn for me. I'm also going to... Um, I haven't got my five different pieces of music that loops so you don't have the same music playing all the time so apologize for that I'm gonna turn that off um, and so what we're doing here as we're getting 
scheduled. So we see that we talked about all these seals, right? And we're going to give you some different uh, viewpoints, um, even from Melissa Redpill, who does this look, look from an astrology perspective. Uh, um, not an astrology, I'm sorry, astronomy perspective, just the stars and the sun, right? And uh, the, the way they're all moving and the planets. Uh, but here we, see, we, we we talked about the seals that affect a fourth of the earth, right? All the way down to that interlude people where, where we saw that thing in heaven. And then now we're here in the trumpets, we're here going to all the way to the seventh trumpet, uh, which is this mystery was, was looked at, but we're basically seeing the third woe coming in. That's going to open up the seven seals. Again, the trumpets are, are, are affecting a third of the earth. You see a third of the vegetation, a third of the sea creatures, a third of the fresh water, a third of the moon. And then here you're going to see the bowls, where we're going to have seven bowls coming in. Really just uh, that, that talks about 100% um, of the earth being destroyed. Now, there's, there's some people who think it's all, all this is symbolic. We've talked about the priests who think that all this has pretty much happened except for the second coming, uh, all before 70 AD. Then you see the historists see this as coming that each, each of the churches that were mentioned was an age in the church, anywhere from between 50 to a couple hundred, 300 years, all the way to today, right? And that, that's where the historists look at this, and, and there's futurists. Uh, I'm probably more of a futurist that, that actually look at this is going to be physically actually happening on this earth. And there's an idealist, and then there's Melissa Redpill, who we're going to talk about quite a bit uh, today. So I wanted to go to that. But before I give her view, I wanted to give another view here, and that is these judgments here. So this is the this is the one that is similar to the way I guess I believe for years, because that's what everybody was teaching. That's what the Left Behind series that Tim LaHaye taught. Um, but he was pre-rapture versus mid-rapture. But this is just one point of view that was very good, and I thought that would be, be good to review. So you see here, all the way back here, right? You've got the, 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 the each of these things happening, and it's more. They think it's going to be more chronological. All the seals that we just talked about, right? And then, um, right? They believe right before the right before the trumpets happen. There'd be a rapture. This would be a mid-rapture point of view. There's a pre-rapture, a mid-rapture like this, and then there's obviously the post-rapture, which would be after um, the seals, right? Uh, so, are we going to be going through the rapture, the tribulation period, or not? Who knows? Some people think we're in the tribulation period right now. Stella Maniel, who was on my show, believe that, right? Even Melissa Redpill, which we're going to be reviewing, believes we're in the tribulation period right now. Um, I think these points of views are, many of them are very biblically based, and I think God purposely put this in a symbolic fashion that could be multi-layered, and if we consider multiple points of view, it's going to really just motivate us to get God's word in our heart, number one, as we have to kind of search scriptures to see, see what's happening in Daniel, what's happening in 2 Thessalonians, what's happening in Matthew, what's happening in all these scriptures, right? And this, uh, this is a good job of, and you'll see this in the show notes for more detail if you want to get into it. It just explains and points all the way back to Daniel here, right? And all the, this bottom line just talks all about Daniel. And so it's kind of exciting to see how, how people are pulling together Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians and Matthew and, uh, and Revelation and Daniel all together into their point of view. And this is a point of view that is probably close to LaHaye's point of view where you have each of these trumpets happening to, to a quarter of the earth. And then you get to these seals, what's happening to the third of the earth. You have some type of rapture, either before, either either, either right pre-rapture, right, mid-rapture, or post-rapture. Uh, doesn't matter, guys. I see beautiful men and women of God all motivated to 
evangelize the world, and they're not sitting around waiting to be raptured. Okay, so 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 criticizing people for their point of view is is I don't believe what we should be doing. We should be searching the scripture, trying to figure out um, how God wants to use us now, right? And so uh, this really does a good job of talking about all the third, third, thirds right here, right? And and going to, into what Revelation says about it. Here's Revelation 11, and it points to later in the book in Revelation. Then it points to all these different types of things that can be happening and, 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 and like signs that are happening, um, all the way down to what Daniel's 70th week is all about, right? The 70th week, there's a lot, a lot of disagreement on that too, the 70th week being is that when the tribulation starts, like futurists believe, right? Is that something that literally happened already back in 70 AD? Is that something that is about that's been unfolding over time, like the historists talk about? Those are all things that we can consider. But um, again, I'm more of a future, I'm more more here. But there's a really intriguing thing from Melissa Redpill I want to talk to you about, which is uh, her point of view, where she really interprets Revelation from a from a great awakening perspective, from our generation that's being awakened, right? And so that's why I wanted to go to this this. Uh, graphic here that she talks about she looks at the stars and uh, again astronomy is not good but astrology I mean astrology is not good but astronomy is a we've done it for years obviously what do you think the good shepherd the shepherds that found Jesus they knew that that star was going to appear beforehand because they are looking at the stars right so it's not sinful to look at stars and Sun and see the patterns that's going on right <laughs> that's not sinful astrology is something the Bible warns us against Astronomy, just looking at the, the stars and looking at what the what they're doing, is not right. And so here's a here's just a graphic, and this is something that is just amazing to me as I really started studying it this week. And it, it's because I had Melissa Redpill on my show. She believes not only are we in the tribulation period, we're literally at the awake Christian patriots, if you will, the the, the remnant. I call it the remnant are like devastating the cabal right now, you know. Trump and Q and all of the digital soldiers and everybody's just devastating Q right now. <laughs> I mean, devastating the deep state. And so if you look at this, and let me get out of the way a little bit here, but you see here's Leo, and it's and it's nine stars, right? It's pretty, you can go to stellar.com. I'm going to show that in a second. And you can see these nine stars that make up, that, that make up Leo, right? But there's once in a thousand years where all these things happened that we're going to talk about in Revelation chapter 12 next, right? It's a... And you'll see that these stars align between 10, 11, 12. So you've got 9 plus 3 is 12. So there's 12 stars above Virgo, which means virgin, right? So Virgo is a common, a common with all these stars here, right, that, that come down here that, that make up supposedly this woman named Virgo, right? And then you're going to see the sun that's right next to her. And you're going to also see, uh, and the most important thing is Jupiter, which, by the way, many point back to Melchizedek in the Old Testament that, that Abraham gave 10% to after his victory. And that, uh, that king of Salem, and, you know, many people think that's a Christophany. So basically, Jupiter equals Melchizedek. Melchizedek equals Christ. So Jupiter can represent Christ. And so you're going to see this Jupiter that's going to go down and go into the womb of the virgin, and is going to basically go stay in there, almost come, almost come out, come back in, and it's going to stay there for 42 weeks, which is the gestation period of nine months, right? A little over nine months. Uh, that, that's a gestation period, and it's going to be birthed. 
And when does it come in? It comes in right about when Trump got elected, and it goes stays in there for nine plus months, right? The 42 weeks, and it comes out the month before Q starts posting. That the, the Great Awakening really starts happening. So is that crazy to think about that? And that's what oh, Melissa Redpill has a full books on that. And uh, I think I think it, I think it's exciting to kind of dig through. I'm going to pull this down so I can get to, to this here. Um, there we go. And, and so I'm going to show you some of this. This is just a fascinating stuff to me. So that's what I showed you there. This is, this is Melissa Redpill's website. You can go to it. It'll be in the show notes as well. And it is uh, freedomforce.live, not calm, freedomforce.live. And where she explains this, she has a, a, a book that uh, goes through the details of it. That's Melissa Redpill there. And um, she's been on the show and she's got this thing called End Times and the Thousand Years of Peace. And so it's basically a whole other view. It's not preachist, it's not historicist, it's not the futurist, it's not the idealist. This is Melissa Redpill um, basically um, taking Revelation and, and decoding it from a great awakening perspective, right? And uh, it's, it's fascinating. Now, uh, I personally probably don't hold to this view right now, but it's so fascinating. I just wanted to make sure you guys understood it um, because it, it would be it would be awesome if this was the right. Because basically, we the, the, she thinks all that the all the all the seals and everything and the, and the destruction of the earth is not going to really happen. We're basically going to be going through the thousand years of peace right at, really shortly. And um, so that so that's what this uh, point of view is. And but it's based on some really good. Um, astronomical obviously as well as biblical evidence as she goes through every single verse of Revelation and interprets it and goes back to Daniel all those type of things in her book um, so something that some people might be interested in digging in into more detail um, I did want to go though to this this thing called Stellarium you can download it on your phone I, I did, couldn't really get to work really well so I like it on the computer a lot better Stellarium S-T-E-L-L-A-R-I-U-M Stellarium uh, com and you can you can actually see this really cool thing and you can come up here and you can like, click on this constellation art and you'll see from where you live what's in the sky according to these people that uh, have have studied um, the stars and the planets and uh, you know basically looking looking up above at the astronomy and you can type in okay where is uh, Leo right now all right and you click on that and it's going to show you well Leo's actually you can't see it very well because it's right behind here right and it'll show show you where Leo is from me where I'm in Plano Texas right and you can but you can also say okay where is Virgo with the virgin um, lady right where's Virgo well boom it's right over here and yeah uh, and it is uh, oh bummer it's not showing the lines for me Let's see if I can do that there we go no nope, that's not the one I want um, on my other computer I had the lines that showed this really well but this will show you where Virgo is I just wanted to have it have the and then you can actually see the lady I wonder if this is just really blowing in let me see if I can get this now nah, this is working on my other computer just perfectly I wanted what I want to let you know is you can actually see Jupiter right here like you can even follow Jupiter around but this is something that only happens once in a thousand years. I'm going to have to go back to the picture it looks like to, in order to show you this because it's not doing what I want to on Stellarium. But Stellarium, again, you can turn on and off the, 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 the items. 
Um, I'll just get my settings set and show this to you guys on, on Monday when I get the correct settings to be able to show, show you the same type of view that she was showing you right here. And so what was real interesting is you'll see Jupiter come in here. It's just pretty wild and you can go, I, I went through um, back oh, um, that all the way to 1933 before I found a similar thing happened w in here. And, um, but then the sun wasn't in the right place and these three stars weren't in the right place. So the reason this is significant is Revelation chapter 12, because we get into the woman and the dragon. Okay, It says, a great sign appeared in heaven, which is interesting. A woman clothed with sun, so she's clothed with sun, with the moon under her feet, and with a head, a crown of 12 stars, right? She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. So there's this pregnant woman about ready to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. His tail swept down a third of the stars and cast them into the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child and one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was caught up, in, up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God which she, in which she will be nourished for 1,260 days. So it's like, wow, what's that, all that mean? How can we pull that together? Well, um, and I, I think um, it, it's, it's interesting to dig into really some other scriptures that talk about this type of stuff, right? And that's what I just love about digging in and, and looking. If you look, go back to Genesis 37, you'll know that uh, this is when Jacob had his dream and he talked all about and, and obviously Jacob became when was renamed Israel we studied all that last year right we dug into the details of all of Genesis we went through all of Genesis all, all 50 plus chapters right and um, Jacob um, becomes Israel and the 12 kids are the tribes of Israel right and Joseph is the one that was sold into slavery and ended up becoming the head of Israel, right, second in line to the Pharaoh, and that they, that the whole family ended up bowing down to him, right? That included the mom, the dad, as well as the kids, right? And so when you look at these dreams that he had, this one was the most. Then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers and said, "Behold, I have dreamed another dream. Behold, the sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me." Right. So if you go back to what we just read, and it talks about this the woman was clothed with sun and the moon under her feet and her crown of 12 stars guys that's why most scholars believe that this woman is talking about israel or the or, or really if you think about what the the modern israel now it's the body of christ so so the woman is representing israel slash believers in christ who he's going to protect right and uh and he and, and you see how during this three and a half year period down here um, he's going to be protecting us so could that be talking about um, this tribulation period or what Melissa would think is going on right now um, that that talking about this woman right um, but what what the amazing part of this whole graphic that I was going to show you actually moving you'll see Jupiter come in right here about November 3rd 2017 which is when Trump was elected 
and it's not quite in there, so it's not exact. So I, I, want, I want to I want to be real precise there. But you could imagine since this picture is not is showing her straight versus her bent, so it's it's about about right. This, this it, on, on and it definitely comes into November, but November third is right right outside it. But right around when Trump gets elected, it, this enters in there, and it just floats around here for 42 weeks. Like it's, it's like what is that, 290 days or something like that, right? And it doesn't even come close to doing that. When I went back and looked at the last 100 years, it would only stay in there for 30 days, 45 days, but nothing like a whole gestation period of 42 weeks, right? 290 days, and, and then it comes out, boom, right a month before the Great Awakening starts with huge posts in October of 2017 and September. This is what she's talking about, September 2017. This comes out, again, Jupiter being like Melchizedek, which points to Christ, so this this uh, this would really match um, what's what what happened in twenty. Um, amazingly, what what ha what happened in 2017, 2016, 2017. Trump being elected in 2016 to 2017 when the re reawakening happened. So she believes that that is a sign that we're being protected. We're actually decimating the the deep state all right before COVID. And then uh, all of a sudden, maybe this midpoint becomes COVID and all that. That's kind of her interpretation if you go back and look at it. Everything's symbolic. She looks at everything as symbolic, um, which is interesting. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I think every generation seems to try to apply the, 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 these scriptures that are very vague and, and, and supposed to be allowing us to search, and they just plan to right now to them, right? So I believe... I believe this point of view is pointing to okay. I'm I'm am I'm awake. I'm going gone through the reawakening, and I'm applying all the scriptures to me and all the symbology to me, right? And I don't think that's necessarily the healthiest way to do that. Um, I just um, but anyway. So if we go back um, to this scripture, I'm going to jump into a few few more things as well. And you can go check that out again at Stellarium. Um, it, it's really cool if you have the if you actually are typing in, and, and, and I'd have to get to a place that's not where it's not behind the clouds, where I can actually see Leo and all the and all and, and the where it's actually marking everything together. Where they got the, the so I have to figure out exactly how to do that um, and get that set up for you guys when when uh, I'll show you that on Monday, okay? And we'll actually show Jupiter coming in for the 42 days and come—I mean, for the 42 weeks and coming out. It's pretty—it's pretty incredible. So that's one point of view. I just wanted to make sure everybody uh, saw. And now, as I dig through some some more of the scripture before we get back into some singing. In fact, in fact, let's do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some other points of view here a little bit as we get into the rest of this. What the what the what are the um, the, the other parts of this in chapter 12, where we come from, um, right here, where we get into chapter 12. We're going to dig into this a little bit more, but let's worship a little bit more as we um, just know how awesome our God is and that we know that He's going to win in the end, right? Let's think of the big rocks. We talk about this, right? Let's not get confused by Revelation as much as to be inspired that God wins the battle, that uh, God is, is, is amazing, um, and that He, he is. Uh, He's basically going to marry his church, the bride, and we are the bride of Christ. We are being protected, as as even if we go through the, the the rapture, the tribulation, or not, right? Whether we go through the tribulation or not, whether we're raptured before or mid or after, it doesn't really matter. The fact is, is that God is protecting us from a perspective of our eternal 
uh, beings, and we are going to be celebrated in heaven like never before, right, as God's victorious. We're going to have this thousand years of, of, of uh, peace, I believe, that's in the future. Not, not, not happening now. This is not peace. <laughs> that's for sure with the way they're doing some things. So let's dig into another beautiful song. I'm going to grab a different one here that is uh, uh, Open the Eyes of My Heart. I just love this song. There's so many beautiful songs that we can just worship to. Um, this one says, again, Open the Eyes of My Heart. In Ephesians 1.18, I love it, where it says, And the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is is the hope to which he has called you. The hope, remember you guys have a calling. The hope to which he has called you. The, and it talks about having the eyes of your heart enlightened. That's why we have that training course to help people find exactly what they're being called to and being able to, to impact the world, right? So that's why it's called impactor for truth. Impact with that calling. To see the high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. For he's, for thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, Isaiah 57. We see, and he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. That is being high and lifted up, isn't it? Matthew, and out of Matthew 7. And we see, pour out your power and love, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward all who believe, according to the working his great might. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. 1 John 4, 8. And then this ends with uh, just the beautiful worshiping the Lord, right? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. You see that in Isaiah 6, but we also see it in Revelation, right? Which we're studying right now, where these beautiful scenes of heaven we get to see. And it says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and oh, is yeah. to come. So let's really focus on opening the eyes of our heart now. Again, we'll have these full screen in the future here. You'll love them. We want to see things for the way they really are. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see. Lift it up, let me hear you.
lift it up. into the end of Revelation um, after this Our God song. But our God is greater, he's stronger, he's higher than any other. Well, Psalms, there's two Psalms here, 135 and 139 that we point to. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Psalm 135.5, and God is higher than anything and anyone, consuming everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Psalm 139, 4 and 5. And Psalm 139 continues and gets into, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> and he knit us together in our mother's womb, clearly showing that life begins at conception. If our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand up against us? Romans 8, 3 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? And it says, water you turned into wine, open the eyes of the blind. Even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that he, that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. John 8, 38 there. Then this ends with a, there is no one like you, none like you. Is that not so true? Psalm 86 gets into, there is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Isn't that true? This is our God, guys. He is greater, he's stronger, he's higher. He is our God. Water you turned into wine. Open the eyes of the blind. There's no one like 
Who can compare with God? Woo! I tell you what, <laughs> this is going to be so fun once I get all this workflow down with the new uh, software and the wide worship videos and um, different types of music and background that I can be playing. It's just going to be fun to uh, bring the Word of God to you with worship music together. Uh, that is going to be just, uh, one of the highlights of my of my uh, day as you, as you or, or week or month or even year, right? So let's dig into a, little, a few more things. We're talking about all these these uh, the judgments, and again, I, I think we're getting right into some some of this that I believe is going to actually physically be happening. Right? It says as we as we look at this, as we look at the this, the the seven seals that hit the fourth of the earth, right? And then here we are right now, the trumpets hitting a third of the earth. Another thing that Melissa Redbill talks about is that the third being 33, she equates that to the 33 degree masons. And then all these, all this third is basically primarily going to be happening to us attacking the 33 degree masons <laughs> and exposing them and then losing all their power, right? And a lot of it also would show that, you know, what's happening with chemtrails, with the third of the sun, the third of the moon. So it's really interesting interpretation for today's awake people um, that you might enjoy. Um, again, going to 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 her uh, get, get get her her book Melissa Redfield. You can search for her as much freedomforce.live, not.com, freedomforce.com, freedomforce.live. I think you will enjoy that interpretation. Word tries to apply to today's great awakening, right? I apply this more to physical things that are going to happen in the future, the second half of the tribulation, right? And then the seventh trumpet, which we're going to be getting into now going forward. Is, is all pointing to what's going to be happening in the second coming of Christ. And that's what we're supposed to be waiting for. Well, I was very clear, we're always prepared for Him to come any moment, right? Now, I do believe, as I've been telling you for this whole series and studying Daniel, I do believe that we, that, that the 70th week, I believe, is going to be talking about a physical seven and a half year tribulation period that we have not gone into yet. And I do not believe we're going to be raptured or going to the tribulation until we have this incredible great exodus from this uh, evil cabal and that we're going to have a great harvest. Now, Melissa would say, and Estella would say, no, we're going to the tribulation right now and that we're about ready to move into the thousand years of Christ that would be next, right? Um, but that is something that, um, again, it doesn't really matter what interpretation is exactly right. What matters is that your heart is for Jesus and that you prepare for him to come at any time and you're prepared to fight for his kingdom, right? That's why it's so important to get close to him and in his word like never before right now. That is a critical thing that we would like for you to spend time in is just getting really close to God. I think that's what part of what Revelation is all about. And so as, as we move into, uh, back into looking at this, and again, I wish I had all my things correct. We'll get them. Um, yeah, here we go. So here we have. Uh, I wanted to, a couple of the things I wanted to point out, and there's another sign. And this is like two visions, right? This great sign that we just talked about, with a woman clothed with sun, with a moon under her feet and stars. And by the way, when I did go and dig into this with uh, Melissa Redbill, this this only happened like one time in the last hundred years, 
that I could find it this 42 weeks here. But the sun was up here, and there's only Venus was here, but the two uh, Mercury and Mars weren't there, so you didn't have the 12 stars, right? So it is this once in 7,000 years. I think is probably correct that when Trump was elected, all the way to where the Great Awakening happened, is a true thing that she's talking about. So could, but I think some of these things can be pointing to both to, to multiple layers of truth, right? That's a something I think we always need to consider. But um, she was pregnant and crying out with birth pains and agony of, the, of giving birth. We just talked about that. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. And this is interesting because what you see here is a real parallel to another part of Scripture um, that is in Revelation later, right? Oh, that's to Peter. See if I can find this part. It looks like I didn't put that, that piece in here. Um, but it, but you, you'll see that um, in later, later in Revelation, which we'll get to. Where did my... Interesting. Don't like it when that, when that happens. Uh, my notes, my notes came out. But anyway, that where where you had you had a beast, the beast. I think it's in chapter thirteen that actually has um, very similar to this. But this this is clearly of uh, uh, Satan, right? Um, a red dragon with seven heads and ten horns on his heads. And if you go back to Daniel, I think that's what I was getting here, and Daniel seven six through seven. You'll see, uh, and after this, I looked and behold another like a leopard with four wings, a bird on its back, and the beast that had four heads. So this is this is a sign of power, four heads, right? And dominion was given to it. So this was this was this tracked back to Greece, back to the statue and everything we were talking about in the past. But the point is that the four heads is is power. But but obviously Satan is even more powerful. Why? Because now we're looking that they have seven seven heads. Another thing we can look at from Daniel is the next beast, which was Rome, right? Which is this huge monster, and it had iron teeth, devoured and broke to pieces, and stamped on what was left, and it, it was left with its feet. It was different from all other beasts before it, and had ten horns, right? Isn't that interesting? Because the ten horns of this beast, and then you, but you see Satan here also um, has ten horns. So it's not the same creature because this one's pointing to dragon the other one's pointing but it just shows the power of satan is is a little bit more than even that beast because it has seven heads versus uh the one head of the of this beast and even the four heads of the leopard right so those those are all pointing and when you talk about diadems that's really a type of crown so this 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 dragon also has a lot of kingly power as well right these seven diadems now the beast that we see in 13 ha actually has 10 diadems on the horns versus on the heads which is kind of interesting so showing it's a different creature most likely not satan will be talking about what those beasts are here over, over the upcoming weeks his tail swept down like a third of the stars in heaven and cast them into the sea there's my there's my notes that were hiding on another screen so as you can tell, all my workflow is a little changed here, but it's all, it's going to be fun when that, when we get all this workflow figured out. And so I was going to go, yeah, yeah. So we talked about the seven. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, so that beast that had seven heads, ten horns, and ten diadems, right? So we talked about that. So here's a here's another part of this is if we go to two Peter, two four and five, and we talk about as many people think that these angels that, that these these were actually demons coming down. 
right, which makes sense to me. His tail swept a third of the stars of heaven and cast them down to earth. Does this go all the way back to when Satan was thrown down and then the, the stars came down? And we know from 2 Peter, um, uh, where did that open? Uh, there it is. If before God did not separate angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to chains, to gloomy darkness, to keep them until judgment. If he did not spare the ancient world, but preserved Noah, a herald of righteousness with seven others, when he brought a flood upon the earth, the world of the ungodly. And this kind of continues. Show, clearly showing that this was talking about the angels being thrown down earlier as well. So again, I don't think there's a lot of, a lot of argument about what this is, whether it was them uh, a more tribulation type experience or it was done before. Again, it doesn't really matter. The whole point being is that dragon is fighting his uh, the Israel, fighting the church. Uh, this 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 Satan does not like us, right? And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. And she gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. But her child was caught up to God in his throne, and the woman fled to the wilderness where she has a place prepared in which she is to be nourished for 1,260 days. So just like Goshen in, 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 in the whole, in, in Egypt, where all the plagues were going, and Goshen was completely sheltered, right? He, so he's nourishing Israel, nourishing his church during this three and a half year period, right? And so again, different interpretations of that depending on where you think we are. And there's quite a bit of um, information about this 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 uh, time period of we see it all this time period of 42 months or the days or times 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 and a half all point is three and a half year period we see that here in Revelation 13 and the beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months this is when uh, most people are thinking that is the Antichrist. In the, in the views of, of the futures and, and many other uh, viewpoints. But uh, uh, others others look at this as something that's going on actually now, right? Um, I'd love it to be now, and I'd love Melissa's interpretation. She actually looks at Daniel um, 7 in a different way as well, saying that that's Christ, not the Antichrist, and that uh, the end of the sacrifices was not the Jewish sacrifice, but the end of the sacrifice was the end of the children's sacrifices. You know, very good thinking and interpretation based on today's days, which I thought was really interesting. And here's Revelation 12. It says, and the woman, we just, we just, we just read that, that um, pointing to the three and a half years, back to Daniel 7, 25. And, she sh and, he, and he shall speak words against the Most High, and he shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times of the law, and they shall be given into his hand for a times, times, time and a half. That's that again, three and a half year period. Most people thinking this is pointing to the, the tribulation period. If you go through 27 here, and this is an interesting thing that um, if you look at uh, the book that Melissa Redpill put out, she talks about 27 and the kingdom of the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people and the saints of the most high. This kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Um, she's, she's looking at um, most of, uh, oh no, this is Daniel 9 that she actually did, that, that she actually was doing it. But, that, but that's just showing right there, um, this three and a half year period again. Daniel, Daniel chapter 9 does the same thing. And she equates this again to this, this part right here of being the end of the sacrifices of children 
that the deep state's doing, that the, the, the evil Luciferian pedophiles are doing, right? And uh, uh, But she says, uh, and, and that, that was an interesting point of view I'd never heard before. And she shall make a strong covenant, and he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week, and for half of the week he shall put an end to sacrifice and offering, and the wing of abomination shall come on who makes desolate until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. So as you just study through all of Daniel chapter 9, um, again, many people thinking that all this is pointing to the Antichrist. Um, she thinks that no, that's and, and, the, and the end of sacrifices that in the mid three and a half year period of the tribulation, he's going to go basically sacrifice a pig on there, similar to what happened back in 70 AD. Um, so that's why the preachers point there. It could be pointing to all these times. The preachers pointing to there could be pointing to our time right now in this more symbolic way, and it could also be pointing to the future where actually the three and a half years in the middle of it. Um, uh, the third temple is built, and 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 at the after three and a half years, the the antichrist actually calls himself God and um, and puts a pig back on the altar again. That's the exciting thing about this. I hope you see how it's fun to dig into Daniel and the two Thessalonians and to Matthew and see what's happening in Revelation and see how all this comes together. And and that's where we're going to end here. We're going to be now uh, getting in on Monday tomorrow night getting into Satan thrown down to earth in this heavenly battle with Michael the archangel and the devil and uh, and how obviously we see uh, Christ and the, and the heavenly angels winning battle after battle in this end times. Uh, so it's quite quite exciting as we continue to dig into this. But I'm going to um, dig in. I know we, we went, I, I, had, I had so much fun being able to use the new charts and be able to talk about them. And uh, we burnt through most of the time, so I want to. But I want to end with some more beautiful music. We have um, just uh, some awesome things coming up. That um, some new music as well that'll be coming, continuing to come as we move forward in just this uh, new worship area. We just listened to our God, so I'm gonna flip over to um, this Holy Spirit song again, again, just because. Guys, I think this is the time to really just be focusing on the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's pretty vital right now. Um, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. We need to welcome up in, into our lives, right? And to give us um, knowledge and understanding of what he really wants us to get out of complicated scriptures like Revelation. Again, I think there's major points that come out of here that come to me that the Holy Spirit talks to me about. And that is just be ready for Christ. Be closer to him than ever before. He's been telling me that in my quiet time with him as well. This talks about, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place with that affair. The Spirit and the bride comes, say come. And let one here say come in Revelation 22:16. So if you hear him, say come. Allow him into your life like never before. There's nothing worth more that's will ever come close indeed i count everything as a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing christ jesus my lord that's the key point here he's going to win this battle in the end <laughs> he may be winning the battle right now with us the body of christ no matter what interpretation you take do what philippians 3 3 says indeed i count everything a loss except for the surpassing worth of knowing christ jesus my lord right and nothing can compare because he's our living hope right and jeremiah here talks about that too. 
for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, not plans for evil. Okay, you can do it, puppy. There we go. And um, do not cast me away in your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. We don't want that, that's for sure. And I tasted and seen of the sweetest of love. And this talks about, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalms 34, 8. Let's taste and see that the Lord is good and ask His Holy Spirit to come into us right now. This, the rest of this week, let's just soak in the Holy Spirit. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence
People are telling me that the sound is good on all the platforms, which really makes me excited because this is uh, not the easiest thing to get. Uh, I appreciate you guys allowing me to just do this live, right? I'm learning. Instead of uh, doing all stuff behind the scenes and delaying the rollout of the software, we're just doing it together. <laughs> so this is the house of the Lord. Let's just let's, let's do one exciting uh, kind of a positive a song as we go out here. The joy is in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. Psalm 16. And then you get into, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you? You, whom you have from God. Not cool. So we're talking about the Holy Spirit, but we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So that's why you want him in, right? We worship the God who was and is and evermore and will be. Let the house of the Lord sing praise. This is holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who is and was and is to come. This is what we said in Revelation 4.8. Praise the Lord in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. According to his excellent greatness. Psalm 50, 1 through 2. And this third one right here. He hung up onto the cross. The God who heals and saves and rose from the grave. He himself bore our sins in his body and the tree, and he might he died to sin and live in righteousness. His wounds, you have been healed. You have been buried with him in baptism, which you also raised him through faith. Beautiful. Let's worship the house of the Lord. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is We worship the God who evermore will be He opened the prison doors He parted the raging sea My God, He holds the victory Yeah, 
redeemed by His grace Let the house of the Lord sing praise Cause we were the beggars Now we're royalty We were the prisoners Now we're running free We are forgiven, accepted Redeemed by His grace Let the Consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Romans 6.11 Alright, that does it for today. We're going to be... Uh, I get all, this all pulled together in my in the, you know, the four different types of shows that we do. We've got the Blessed to Teach show. Where I'm teaching news and obviously we, get, we have guests come on as another kind of format. And then we have uh, Praise and Prayer, which is one format where we really hear from the backstages a lot. And we have Word and Worship, where we're teaching the Word of God and praising as well. So all four of those flows are coming together really nicely. The videographer is going to be expanding our, our, uh, our video music to full screen so we can do so much more. And I'll be getting some volunteers uh, that are producers to where I don't, they can, um, they can uh, turn me on and off and, and I don't have to produce at the same time that I'm worshiping. I'm looking really forward to be able to just worship the Lord with you guys on word and worship and praise and prayer four nights a week without um, having to having to navigate everything. But um, we're getting really close to having all the navigation really close. Hope you're enjoying this uh, this new this this new video format and uh, the new studio. Um, it really is a world class studio and it's a huge blessing. Uh, only only possible from the donation to those that love the, this uh, the, these formats and just love to worship the Lord. So uh, we thank all those who who. Uh, are just making this possible, right? It's been a beautiful time to spend with you. And normally I'll give us a little bit more time so we can have people give their thoughts. You can ask questions via your Facebook or Rumble um, that I can see as well as backstage. Love to have you come backstage again. As this is a beautiful experience, it's not just being back here and worshiping. There's so much more uh, because you can have access to the prophetic search engine. Um, you have access to be back here backstage with uh, live with uh, those guests, and everything's recorded. So if you don't if you don't uh, see it, you can actually go see things that other people can't, right? With the backstage platform, and then also obviously um, 
the, the many other things that you'll see on blessedteach.com. So go to blessedteach.com and hit the backstage tab. That's how you get back here. It used to be $17.76 a month. Now it's totally free, all that value. Free show notes as well, blessedteach.com. Everything I showed you today on Revelation uh, 11 and 12, you'll be able to see, plus links to the, the, the uh, freedomforce.live um, documents. Uh, everything, uh, all the scriptures you saw will all be in the show notes on Tuesday morning uh, that come out along with the Monday show. Um, but you guys are awesome. And uh, with that, uh, we're going to uh, just, uh, just ask the backstaters to unmute and saying goodbye. Uh, we love you all. Bye. Bye. Love you all. Thank you, Ray. Thank Martin. you. Thank, thank you, especially for... With the Lord. Yeah, I, I also just wanted to say before before is that what 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 a great pleasure to have somebody from Australia oh, Sweden that we're worshiping the whole time. <laughs> yes. Thank it's you my guys. nighttime here, so yeah, I'm up to bed. Oh, so. it's your night. Hello, oh, Elizabeth. Yeah, we're Hi, Teresa. Love you all. Love you. Love you. Love you. Are we going to close in prayer? Awesome here. Are we going to close in prayer? Um, who's Please? that? You want you want to go ahead and pray? <laughs> <laughs> we should close in prayer. Who's who? Who yeah. was who was saying that? I'm sorry. Go ahead and pray. Uh, Tish. <laughs> okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much to bring us all together to be able to worship you and praise you, God, and all your goodness. And we know that the victory is yours, and you are all. We are all loved by God so much, and we praise and worship you and thank you for bringing us together to be able to express our love for you and our trust and our faith in you, God. And thank you. Until we meet next time, may us all have a wonderful week and be blessed by God and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Man, I was trying to show. Um, I'm sorry, trying to produce here, and try. I was trying to show uh, you praying, but uh, couldn't figure that out right now. <laughs> I'll get all that figured out here shortly. It'll be fun. It's, oh, there it is—the interview tab that I had to have open to go side by side. But that was uh, that, that was Teresa. It looks like my. Oh, I like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, is it, Teresa, you want to pray as well? <laughs> Oh, we have not? a bunch of prayer. We have a bunch of prayer wars here. We could do this for a half hour. Go ahead, Father God. We just thank you and praise you for your Majesty. We thank you for your love for all of us. We thank you for our military. Ask you to protect them and keep them safe and protect their families as well. For so they're lonely for their families and they don't even know where they are right now. So Lord, I ask you to comfort them and give them peace and grace. And Lord, please continue your mighty war against these pedophiles and crazy people that are trying to take our children and use them in so many abusive ways. Father God, we just know that this battle is almost won. And we thank you that you have a perfect plan and we trust you. We're turning our fear into faith and trusting you. For you are the God Almighty, able to do all things more than we could ever even imagine. And we just thank and praise you for that right now. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. We have um, beautiful patriots backstage. And again, on praise and prayer, we really get involved in, in, hear, in hearing from on Mondays and Thursdays during during this praise and prayer. Hearing praises, hearing testimonies, 
um, obviously, and then we actually pray specifically for your prayer request that the, are being given on um, the, the various platforms. So, and backstage, backstagers, obviously. So. If you really want to be involved in something where we're live and doing that, that's fun on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, and word and worship here, we're focused a little bit more on the word, but we, 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 we at certain times we'll have more discussion times as well. We'll be doing communion next week, by the way. So join us for that. We're looking for, again, some people that are um, good with computers to be able to remote in and be my producers. Uh, so I know backstagers, and we'll be talking about that on the neighborhood. Uh, it, uh, again, neighborhood.social. Everything you can find on blessedteach.com. So just go to blessedteach.com. You have the link to the neighborhood, link to the show notes, a link to backstage, a link to the training. Everything's on blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com. Um, but we would really love to uh, get some people that want to be involved in the ministry to really help um, take this broadcast to the next level right so i'll end with a quick prayer as well heavenly father just thank you so much for the book of revelation and uh, what you have in the book of daniel and two thessalonians and matthew and all the other scriptures that just talk about the times that we're in the times that we're moving into thank you for the victory that we're going to have of christ and the marriage that we're going to have the bride to the bridegroom lord we're looking so forward to that but in the meantime we know we have work to do and we're here to be your servants to into the great harvest. And in this great harvest, Lord, we look so forward to see many, many come to the Lord Jesus Christ and come to you and become part of that bride so that we can meet the bridegroom here at the, in the second coming of Christ and we can move into the thousand years of Christ. We can move into the new Jerusalem, the new heaven and the new earth. We're looking so forward to being your servants, Lord, right now in this time and working in our calling that you've called us to. And uh, let the Holy Spirit just reside in us this week. And we just uh, enjoy being in the house of the Lord. We love you, Lord. And we say these in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, guys. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much for joining Amen. us today. And uh, with that, guys, we'll see you. Go, go to blessedteach.com. Join us in all these activities. We really appreciate all of you. Appreciate you, Z. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye from Sweden to Australia. <laughs> wow, what a space! <laughs> but we are neighbors here. <laughs> God bless you.